Wyman and Bob. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports. Seahawks pick up a huge win over the Cleveland Browns at Lumen Field in front of a very, very happy crowd. And uh, they found a way to get it done. And we get a chance to speak to a member of the offense with us now on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. Tight end Colby Parkinson is with us. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, you know, this game was so interesting because, it, it, you know, it really started to follow the trends of some other games we've seen where the offense gets off to this hot start and they just look like, man, they have got this rhythm. And then for whatever reason, things just change and they don't come back, except in this game, it came back at the most important time. What was, uh, what was the difference in this one versus maybe the Rams or, or the Bengals game? Sure, yeah. Like you said, we got off to a hot start um, in both those games as well. And I think just the belief that we, the, our defense was going to keep giving us opportunities. You know, the Bengals game, we had plenty of opportunities to, to cash in on our defense playing really well, and we weren't able to do that. And uh, towards the end of this game, we knew that we were going to have another opportunity, and offense kept believing and um, got it done when it mattered most. Hey, Kobe, I, I'm not sure how, how often you were involved in kind of helping out with uh, Miles Garrett. <laughs> First of all, just, you know, talk a little bit about, like, that guy is the big bad wolf. And also just, you know, what, what kind of, uh, how were you involved in kind of helping out a little bit to control that guy? Yeah, I mean, he's a phenomenal player, and uh, I think our offense played really well um, uh, in terms of how we handled him. Uh, obviously, you got he's one of those players, you know, like Aaron Donald, that you have to account for in every play. And whether it's a chip here or a double team there, uh, making sure that he's uh, always got at least uh, four hands on him uh, is definitely part of our plan. And uh, we were able to, to get that done and uh, give you know the time you needed. How, how much pride do you take in your, your blocking? these days because you've become a very good blocker and I, I feel like when you first got into the league they're like yeah the guy can catch passes but the, the blocking is where he's got to develop and and work on his game and it, it feels like you've you've come such a long way do you feel that way yeah absolutely you know I'm, I'm incredibly confident out there in the in the run game and pass protection game I I know that um, we're going to get our opportunities uh, when the balls are thrown to us but I also know that for the most part, we're going to be blocking, um, and that's something I take pride in is doing um, doing my job very well, and it's been cool to see, like you said, myself develop over the last four years. Um, definitely didn't come out as a main, mainly as a blocker, as uh, you guys well know, but uh, being able to uh, learn from guys like Will, from my coach, and, and uh, through my experience has been great. Well, and coaches love that, man. I mean, especially your, your willingness. What... How much how much weight did you put on and what kind of what kind of workouts were you doing to to put, you know, some some muscle on specifically? Yeah, I I gained about uh 10 15 pounds and uh the first couple off seasons I was working out with a lot of my O-line buddies from Stanford, so I think that helped a lot. I was able to push me um pick their brains on run game, pass protection and and stuff they're thinking about and then also just lifting like crazy with them was great for my um my confidence um, throughout the years. Is blocking just a matter of repetition? Like in the college game, you're a pass catcher. Maybe it's just not a focus of yours, is it, or is it just a technique thing? Hey, we just did it this way in college, and this is how you do it at the pro level. Or what, what's the difference for you? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I had a great coach in college, Coach Morgan Turner. He did a uh, a great job instilling the technique in me, and obviously, I didn't do it too much in college, but I did have the footwork. Um, and that led me to um, get a lot of quality reps early on in my professional career. And uh, those repetitions is what leads to confidence and um, leads to success. So I think it was a combination of both. Well, and Colby, I kept telling myself yesterday, I mean, this is a really good team, the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, and I, I feel like every every game, you know, there's challenges and things like that. But, I, 
you know, how, how good were they coming in? I mean, were you looking at them a little bit differently? Because they were really good on defense, have some good players. As it's, you know, to be 5-2 and two after going up against those guys, that's, uh, that's quite an accomplishment. But, you know, where do they sort of rank as far as difficulty beating them? Yeah, they're a great team. You know, their defense has been playing well all season, uh, and they definitely played well against us, threw us some uh, interesting problems that we had to work through. Um, and I think coming out with a win just gives us so much confidence going to this uh, middle part of the season um, where we really need to make some headway and uh, continue to climb in, in the NFC and uh, continue to maintain our spot in the NFC West. How, how much do you look ahead on the schedule? Some guys don't know who the team is after the one that's coming up, and some know, hey, we got a gauntlet with Baltimore and Washington and Los Angeles and all that. How, how far ahead do you look? Uh, I'm usually pretty aware of what, what's to come, um, mainly for traveling, being on the uh, Pacific Northwest. You know, we got long trips, so you always kind of know <laughs> when those long trips are coming up with Baltimore this weekend and uh, thankfully a couple close ones after that. So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a, a good schedule for us. You know, Baltimore's been playing really well this season, so looking forward to this weekend. Hey, Colby, so you got married in the off season. How? Uh, yeah, how, congratulations, first of all. I heard, uh, was Will Disley in, in the wedding? Was he in there? He was indeed. I don't know how yeah. he slipped in there, but he was yeah. in there. <laughs> did he make a speech? Uh, he did give a speech at the rehearsal dinner. It was great. It was very uh, very heartfelt. Okay, well, that, that's good to hear. Hey, so how, how much has that uh, changed your sort of – you know, your, your attitude, you know, towards football and things like that. Is it, is it help you kind of settle in and, you know, that's just a part of your life that's taken care of and you can concentrate more on football. How's it been for you? Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, my wife is amazing. We did long, dif- long distance, our uh, entire dating relationship. So to not have to worry about, you know, FaceTiming at night and all that, just being together is such a blessing and uh, really gives perspective to, to my job. You know, we are uh, a Christian family, so having the uh, perspective of, of faith has been really huge, and her reminding me throughout uh, the season of, of what's really important has been amazing. Were uh, any of your other teammates in the wedding or at least attending? Yeah, we had a handful. Uh, Nick Ballore was there, Jake Curhan, a handful of other guys. Why are you hanging out with a cow guy? <laughs> I know. We, uh, we, we squashed the beef once we both uh, started playing with the Seahawks, so it's all good. Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I got to Denver, one of my favorite guys, was, and he was my roommate, was a cow guy. So I'm, I'm also guilty of that. But uh, yep. yeah, did you guys – now, where did you have – wasn't it like a, an exotic location or something like that? Or where did you guys uh, get married? Yeah, kind of exotic, I guess. It was at the Greenbrier in West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Well, what led you there? Uh, my wife was born in West Virginia, actually, so her family kind of uh, went there a few times growing up, and she thought it would be a special place to get married, and it definitely was. Okay. Hey, by the way, uh, you, you mentioned Stanford and Cal, and Stanford put quite the scare into the Huskies this weekend. Oh, were, yeah. you, were you watching that? Were you able to sit down and take that all in? Yeah, I was watching. That was a, a great effort by the guys. Um, they're, they're playing hard. You know, it's uh, tough, tough to turn it around within one season, so... Um, they're doing a great job. I thought they were going to have a chance there at the end. It was a, a tough, uh, tough last couple series. Hey, when we were in Cincinnati, uh, we were at a place watching it, and of course, being on the East Coast, I mean, it's it's ridiculous how late you have to stay up. Oh, and everything. Yeah. And we had a, a bar uh, a bartender shut the bar down when they were going into overtime against Colorado, so we had to run <laughs> across the street and watch it at another place. But were you able to to stay up and watch all of that? No, I actually did not. I was I was in bed long before uh, the comeback, but that was a pretty special game. Fun to see those guys get one. 
Well, Colby, congratulations on, on the win, and, and you guys are in first place, man. That's got to be cool to hear. First place, Seattle Seahawks, and uh, it's it's uh, looking good heading into, into Baltimore, going up against another really good defensive team, so can't wait to see that matchup. We really appreciate you taking the time and wish you the best uh, going down the road this season. Thanks so much, man. All right. Thank you so much, guys. God bless. There you go. There's Colby Parkinson in our Seahawks player spotlight, which is presented by Quantum Fiber.